right, welcome back to the Conference Championship Week special of Three Man Weave. My name is Brennan McDermott. I'm here with, of course, Enzo Bacucci yes, and yes, Kevin Sweeney. Yep. And our new Martell brother, repping the merch. Hey, <laughs> that's Max. MLO, nice. Max, America, yeah. Rock Flag and Eagle. Got that one in my closet too. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. How yeah. does it feel? How does it feel to be a Martel? Uh, I mean, bro? feels like feels like all my dreams have really just come through. <laughs> yeah. When you no, yeah. when you gave me that when I saw that text light up on my phone. Yeah. I have your Martel hoodie. Once you get a hoodie like that, you just it's you, you kind of become better at life. Yeah. You really do. <laughs> yeah. You know. You're like you're you win. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, that hoodie. And that's how I felt when I saw Amazing. that text. Yeah, I know. This week, Conference Championship week, we got Ra- uh, Ravens Chiefs, Niners Lions, little, some game previews this week. First time in the mm. Pots history really done full, in-depth game previews. So Chiefs versus Ravens. How do the Ravens win this game, Mr. Enzo? Yeah, all right. So if the Ravens are going to win this game, which I think they will, um, they're going to have to do a couple things. And, that, and number one, I think Lamar is going to have to – stay inside the pocket and kind of throw the ball a little more. I mean, last week we'll see with uh, my dud pick later. We're bringing back studs and duds, a little spoiler. But, uh, w. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but um, Great segment. He ran 11 times. And, th- you know, they, they killed the Texans. Good for them. Yep. But I think that um, the Chiefs have been here before, obviously. They have a ton of experience. And I think that their main objective on defense is going to be to stop Lamar. And, like, I don't think they're going to let him run all the way around like he did on the Chiefs or on, on the uh, Texans. Sorry. So I think he's going to have to stay, stay in the pocket, maybe take a couple hits and deliver some strikes over the middle to his wide receivers. And that leads me right into my next point. I think for the Ravens to win and for them to score touchdowns this this game, they're going to have to get some pretty good work ethic from some of their uh, number two receivers. Um, you know, we were talking about McDuffie. Uh, I don't know what episode, maybe a couple months ago, but he's a great corner, pretty Definitely. locked down. Uh, they after that they have a pretty all right secondary, like nothing nothing to uh, hang your head on. But I I think that uh, wide receivers like you know OBJ or uh, maybe a Rashad Bateman, you know, some someone that's not like Zay Flowers is not going to have a great game. That that's my yeah. just two cents. I don't think he's going to be able to get around. I don't think he's. He's going to do enough. I don't think he's experienced enough. Like, he's a great talent, don't get me wrong, but I think McDuffie is going to lock him up. Um, so I think they're going to have to get some pretty um, good play from their secondary wide receivers, especially Mark Andrews coming coming back this week. He's projected to come back. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but I think if they do that, they should have all that they need on offense. And then just one thing quickly on the defensive side of things, I think that you know, if the Ravens are going to stay in this game and hold the Chiefs down, then they're going to just have to make Mahomes uncomfortable, and they're going to have to send a lot of pressure at them. I think the Ravens have a great defense, and they've been sending pressure all year, making quarterbacks uncomfortable. So I think continue that pressure, get Mahomes off, you know, out of the pocket, make him start to throw uh, down, deep down the field. Maybe he'll miss some balls or whatever. But if you can get him frustrated and pissed off at the refs, maybe some bad calls, go – which way I think they'll have a pretty good shot at winning this thing, going to the Super Bowl. I like that. I like that. And so, Mr. Max, how did the Chiefs upset the Ravens, go to back-to-back Super Bowls? How did they do it? So, you saw last week with Isaiah Pacheco back against the Bills. He didn't play against the Bills in the regular season. Totally different game with him in there. Uh, I think they got to use Pacheco early and often, get him on the field, get him running. Uh, you know, he runs hard, um, and he looks good when he does it. Um 
So they got to use him, and then they got to get Kelsey involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Made a big game against the Bills. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Back to his old self. Yeah. Yep. And he looked really good in the playoffs. He's back to that playoff. Kelsey, they got that connection going back uh, between Mahomes and him. So if he plays like he should uh, in this game, I could see them very, very easily upsetting. Um, I think this game's going to be a lot closer than people think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, think, I think you got the Chiefs there. Just, I don't know. They've been there. They've done that. So that's kind of what I see from Right, them. exactly. They have all that experience. Exactly. And then also on the uh, defensive side, going off of kind of something that Enzo mentioned, uh, Trent McDuffie, he needs to be that shutdown corner that he has proven himself to be this season. Um, he's looked good all season. So if he could step up, guard uh, Zay, take him out of the equation, and then you got George Karloftis in the uh, rush, rushing Lamar game, you need to contain him and contain Zay. Um, they also need uh, their safeties and cornerback twos to step up big and contain the rest of that offense. I mean, you see they have so many weapons, and now you said with Andrews back, uh, it's, it's going to be tough. It's mm-hmm. going to be a tough one, but, uh, you know, they have that playoff experience. So I think, in my opinion, at least that gives them the edge there. Definitely. So the <laughs> NFC Championship this week, we've got Niners, Lions, and Kev. Mm-hmm. How do the Niners – Make their first Super Bowl in a couple of years. I mean, for the most part, I, I think the Niners, um, if there's sort of like one variable I'd have to put my finger on, it would be Debo Samuel. I mean, he's Definitely. been the he's been the Niners X Factor pretty much almost his entire career. Like I'm looking at it right now. Without Debo, I mean, in whatever the eighty plus games that he's been with them, uh the Niners are eight and nine. Um their offense is completely different. I mean, this season, um, with Debo in the lineup, they average, I think, over seven yards per play. Um, without him, they average only about five. So, I mean, everyone saw it too Saturday night. I mean, Brock Purdy didn't look at himself. The whole dynamic of the offense was just totally different without Debo in there. Um, and, I mean, like, I think overall, like, Debo is kind of just going to be, like, the difference in this game. I mean, the Niners are better coach, better quarterback, better running back. I think better O-line, better defense. I think if you go down the board, they're a way better team overall. Than the Lions, um, again, if they don't have Debo, though, it, it does make it a very different game. Um, but with him, I think the Niners easily win. Feel that, feel that, and I think the uh, how the Lions win this week. I think the key establish the run early. It's necessary. All the Niners' losses in key games, Eagles in the NFC Championship game, uh, the Eagles ran for 148 yards. And then the Brock Ravens. Purdy tore his elbow. Well, they still, yeah, still. Listen, they put up 31 points. <laughs> they ran for 148 yards. The Ravens went ran for 102 this year. Cleveland ran for 160. Mm-hmm. The Browns. The Bengals ran for 134. So all these games, common trend, got to run for over 100 yards. Got to get Monty and Gibbs going at full throttle. They have to get them at least getting just Monty barreling through, getting six yards to carry Gibbs, breaking off big plays. I think secondly, pass rush has to get the Purdy. Once again, in those losses, Browns, Niners gave up three sacks. Bengals gave up three sacks. Ravens gave up four sacks. When Purdy is flustered, he definitely does not play as well and can maybe throw some picks, although mm. Lions secondary is definitely you know, average to yeah, above average. Exactly. And, I mean, I think the, the key matchup here, Aiden Hutchinson versus Trent Williams. That will be a good matchup, yeah. Can he beat him at least once? I think he's got to beat him once, twice, three times. I mean, it's Trent Williams. Difference. Exactly, that's the issue. <laughs> Trent Williams, one of the greatest, how, how often is one of the greatest tackles of all time. So. No. And, I mean, maybe they mix it up. Maybe you line up Hutchinson in different spots. Yeah. But I think that's a key matchup to look at. And, I mean, Kev hit on it. If Debo's out, this is this a 50-50 game? Like, this is pretty I'd damn close to it. I'd say it's probably closer to 60-40. I yeah, think the Niners still have the edge. 50-50 is kind of crazy. But I think the I thing know, we're man. forgetting now is, like, the Lions have 
not that great of a defense. They don't. So yeah, I, I don't they think, don't. like, even if Debo's outlook, it's going to be mean, a closer game, but yeah. I just don't think, like, the Lions have the horses to, like, match up against the – like, I mean, still, you got Kittle, Ayuk, McCaffrey. Right. Like, we're talking about some of the best skill positions in the league, and they're all on one team. I don't mm-hmm. think yeah. – I don't think – And then on defense, they got I think, Bosa, yeah. Young, yeah. Kinlaw. I think, too, I mean, the Lions haven't played a great team like the Niners in the yeah. playoffs yet. Definitely I mean, not. I mean, they played the Bucks last week, who's nowhere yeah. near the Niners. I would have loved to see them play like the Cowboys. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. would have been a much like different test for them. Wait, who they play the first uh, the wild card? I mean, Rams. the Rams. Oh yeah, I mean that's a pretty solid good. team. Yeah, yeah. Definitely have a good offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Packers kept it close though. Yeah, they did. Uh, that's the thing without Debo. So. Yeah, that is the thing. Like in the, I mean, the Packers defense that was not a good defense no. at all. Right. Yeah. I think that's I mean, true. They, Can they, argue they the Lions did a pretty good job. There. But I don't know. I mean, maybe fifty fifty is a little little out there. But I think the game without Debo becomes a lot closer than yeah. what it is now. Yeah, for sure. And that completely changes the as- aspects of the game. And Lions, I think they have to play a perfect game. I think if they win, the Niners kind of beat themselves. And most most likely, I think in this game, and yeah, I think Lions keys to the game, establishing the run and the pass rush has to get to Purdy. And now for the hottest new segment, <laughs> oh yeah, in podcasting, oh, yeah. come up of course by editor Maxi, studs and duds, baby, bang, yeah, baby, let's go. five for no. Seven for eight last week? Yeah, my, my seven dud. For, it doesn't oh, matter. We're seven and eight. It's okay. It's okay. Sorry, guys. And fantastic stuff. And so lead us off. Who is your stud? My stud this stud. week. Stud. Um, stud. Been thinking about this all week long. Just <laughs> really wanted to get back in here and just announce my stud. But my stud is going to be George Kittle, and he's going to have over one receive or one or point five receiving touchdowns. Mm. You can get that at plus 110. Ooh. Look. He had an amazing game last week. Yeah. Um, like, he was torching it. And and maybe that is because Debo was out. And if Debo I does mean, come back. That's still his game, though, no matter, like, if yeah. Debo's playing or not. Yeah, like, for that's, sure. That's, but, yeah, like, if, if Debo comes in, like, I think he will take some targets away, but yeah. not in the red zone. I think exactly. Kittle is that big safety blanket Definitely. that Purdy looks right. to. Um, so I think Kittle in the red zone over .5 receiving touchdowns. And like I was saying a little earlier with the – Defense, like who's gonna match up with? Yeah, uh, really Kittle, can. nobody. No, like no you're, you're not gonna put a. I, I know he's getting a little old. And he's getting a little washed. Like not washed, but he's definitely not as good as he was. Of course. But like you're not gonna put, you know, as good as you know Brian Branches. You're not gonna put him on no. him. You're not gonna put a linebacker. No. You're not gonna no, put like yeah. a- Alex Anzalone on him. You just can't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think Kittle is gonna get. Get a, get in for pay dirt, and uh, that's that's my stud this week. George Kittle over .5 receiving touchdowns. Oh, so uh, similar. I have the same stud as you. Oh, do you? I wow. do. <laughs> my stud is George Kittle as well. Okay. Over 16 and a half receiving Big yards. Game for Kittle. Yeah. 60. Yeah. Yeah, I like wow. that. I mean, that's a low less, line. La- yeah, right. Exactly. And then especially if they're thinking Debo is going to be out, yeah. mm-hmm. that should be way higher than that, yeah, yeah. in my opinion. I mean, yeah, if Debo stays right out. Go yeah, go hammer that. But um, even if he gets in, I think Kittle can uh, scrounge together sixty-one yards. Yeah. I think that's a little disrespectful that his line's that low. Mm. Uh, you know, he's still one of the best tight ends in the league, no matter yeah. what you say. He uh, didn't have the best season he's ever had this year, but I mean, he showed up in the playoffs last week and um, without Debo there, and you know, 
My stud is George Kittle. Definitely. We love Kittle around here. Yeah. Kev, All right, moving on to my stud. A little bit of a gray area from kind of like where mine is. I mean, it is an over, which by definition, it had to be an over with the stud. Um, but my stud, per se, is Jared Goff to throw a pick this week. Um, and, weird stud. Yeah. Weird stud. Weird stud. Yeah, weird st- I, I, like I said, I mean, when you guys brought it up, it was just like any over. So, I mean, that's kind of like what I went with. Um, weird stud, though. But my reason Definitely behind weird that. Definitely weird stud. My reasoning behind that, um, in his last four games against the Niners, Jared Goff's thrown five picks. Oh, five and four. So, I mean, Niners could – seems like they might have Goff's number. So, I mean, maybe just another reason to like the Niners. But that's definitely take Goff over a pick. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. his his track record in away games is not, not – yeah. yeah, I mean, he almost threw that, – that, that ball he threw, uh, I think it was like the Lions' first drive, he threw like – a Stevie mm-hmm. right into the arms yeah. of like uh, Bucks corner. What I think who was it? I don't know. Maybe it was Carlton Davis or someone mm-hmm. like that. But mm-hmm. like he just flat out dropped it. Got super lucky and they got a field goal. But yeah, I I, I like that. I I don't know if it's a stud, but I like it a hit. It's kind of a dud ish yeah. stud. But yeah. you know it's an over. So an over. stud. It's an over. The rules. So for my stud this week, we've got I would say a poetic stud, a man that I've you know really talked about <laughs> in this podcast. All year long, and for 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 the reason I've been talking about him, it's Dave Montgomery to score a touchdown. Oh, Jesus, because oh, of course that. it is. We're at plus one thirty-two for my guy Monty, stud. It's a and dud. we we all know Monty's a touchdown vulture. <laughs> yeah, he's but, a you know, stud. He's especially a touchdown vulture when they play a team with a winning record. When the Lions have played a team that is in the playoffs, he scored a touchdown in seventy-five percent of those games. There nice. are eight of those games. Did he score a touchdown last week? <laughs> he did not. Yeah. He's, he's missed against the Bucks twice. It was only the Bucks that uh, he didn't yeah, score that's against. That's interesting. It is. It is. And I mean, this is going to be helped by Dan Campbell's philosophy of always going for it. And I think you know the red zone touchdown conversion rate is eighty-one percent in the last three games. I think Shirley Monty is one of those touchdowns. So I'm gonna go Monty to score. At plus 132 for my stud. All right. All right. Now we're moving on to the duds of the week. Dud. And so this is kind of tagging along or piggybacking off my point for the Ravens and what they have to do to win uh, against the Chiefs this week. I'm picking Lamar under 10.5 rush attempts. Um, That's minus 115. And he had 11 last week, and I felt like, like, look, 11's a lot. And we know Lamar can run, but, like, how much this is another thing i forgot to mention too like how much do you think lamar is going to continue to run cuz they need him to be healthy and exactly. they, like you, on the other side of that you can say well they only have two games left in the season if they do make it to the super bowl so why not just turn him loose but i think like most of the damage he's doing is extending the play not necessarily running mm-hmm. but extending the play and then throwing so i think under especially cuz what i said about what the chiefs have to do to contain him i think under 10 and a half rush attempts should be a a pretty free bet this week. You can get that at minus 115, so that's going to be my dud. All righty. For my dud, um, I'm going Rashi Rice under six and a half receptions. Uh, I feel like that's a pretty high line. Um, in this last five games, especially against Buffalo, which is probably their toughest opponent of the playoffs so far and probably of the year, they always play a great game. He had four receptions for 47 yards. Now, I know that's a different team than um, – Baltimore, but, you know, Marlon Humphrey may be a little old, but I think he could still keep up there. Um, seven receptions. It's kind of crazy. It's yeah. a lot of receptions. For when you got, I know he's, like, their main option in that receiving game besides Kelsey. So you have Kelsey there. Mm. And I just don't see him getting a whole seven uh, this game. I don't see it being 
the pass or like the offense heavy game that they're used to. So I'm going under six and a half receptions. I like it. I like that. Mm-hmm. High line. All right. So for my dud of the week, um, I got Lamar Jackson under 19 and a half completions. Um, he's hit this mark three of his last four games, um, with the one being against San Fran a few weeks ago. Um, so, I mean, I, like I said, like Zoe said, sort of like the Ravens, they kind of do like to run the ball. They like to run the ball with Lamar. Um, going up against the Chiefs, sort of seventh-ranked um, pass defense in the league right now. Um, they just put down Josh Allen. He only had 186 yards last week. Um, so I do think that the Ravens are going to be probably running the ball a little bit more, especially with a really good Chiefs secondary. So I think take Lamar under completions. Like that dud, like that dud. My dud, it's it's really just I'm disappointed that I haven't thought of this the entire season. As you know, the man who produces dots locks, how can I not have thought think to bet this? Michael Badgley under one and a half field goals. It's, oh it's, no, it's, no, it's no, Dan no, Campbell no. of the Lions. Don't even say <laughs> it's Dan field goals, goals again. Not the we're, field we're, goals we're, again. We're rolling dude. with the kickers, and I mean Tucker hit with ease last week. We we predicted that that Ravens Texans game to a T. We had uh, Tucker. First draft field goal, and then we said at the end of the game field goal. That's exactly what happened. And, I mean, in this game, I don't really know why this un- number is not .5 because it's Dan Campbell. It's in the biggest game of his career and probably every single player in the Lions besides Goff, who's been in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say they're going to be thinking, like, yo, let's let's leave everything on the field, everything's on the table. Like, if there's anything under, over, anything, a fourth and three and under, I feel like they're going to go for yeah, it. Yeah, I really, right. I, dot, I really like this take like, right now. These odds aren't great, like minus 150 for this. Like, this isn't going to be, this isn't, yeah. a, this isn't a, you know, paying for the rent. This is just a really standard play. I mean, they're, they're 32nd in field goals attempted this season. They yeah. can't attempt 1.2 a game, yeah. and he has That's to insane. make both. Like, yeah. And I don't yeah. think Michael Badgley's that good of a kicker anyways. They probably don't need to invest because they know Dan Campbell's Dan Campbell's philosophy, and I mean, like I said with Monty, 80% touchdown rate in the in the red zone. I honestly think they're more more likely to turn it over on downs than score a field goal in the red zone. Yeah. And I feel like Michael Badgley, there's no way he gets two field goals. I doubt he even gets one field goal, yeah. to be honest. I mean, it, it could be a sweat for one, for sure. I agree, and that's going to be my dud of the week. I like yeah, that. I like lot. that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think so. Then we're, this another, uh, you know, how, do, how many duds? We went like seven for eight, six for eight last week? Seven for eight. Seven for eight. Seven for eight. We're going eight for eight this week. All right. Fantastic. All right. All right. We're going to go eight for eight on those duds. This week, we're going three for three on our dots, locks. Let's recap oh. last week. Last week, up 1.15 Wait, minutes. you didn't say the tagline. Well, listen. Listen, I've gotten a lot of, <laughs> I've gotten a lot of talk. I've gotten a lot of talk this week that we're, we're you know, I, talk, I call this segment the most profitable <laughs> segment in sports media. The most mid-betting <laughs> section. Listen, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Send me your picks. I want to see people more profit with the sample size that I've got. I'd love to see it. And in the playoffs, we're up 2.15 units in the last two weeks. And this week, you know, it's two games. Like, I'm not going to force five picks that I don't believe in. So we're going three. And then I would just say put .5 units on every single stud and dud. And that's we're going to make some money, in my opinion. There we're going to start it off Chiefs plus three and a half. And I think Chiefs have got, I've put it together. I think the Chiefs offense is finally back, finally clicking. Yeah. They should have won that game by two scores. That Miko Hardman fumble was a joke. We were yeah, watching this yeah, live. That was insane. Miko yeah. Hardman should not touch that field. Ever, ever again. again. Yeah, he te- yeah. He's terrible. Ever again. He fumbled twice. Two fumbles. Yeah, he uh, on his Snell numbers. He should have scored the game with a touchdown, but also should have cost them the game. Like, it was absurd. Yeah, yeah. I think Lamar has played fantastic, but he's never been in an AFC Championship game. You know, maybe the nerves get to him a little bit. And the funny number, I think, about Chiefs plus three and a half, they've covered this line in every single playoff game in Mahomes' career except for 
the OT loss to Brady okay. in 2018, I believe. Yeah. Uh, was, in overtime. Yeah. And then the Super Bowl against Brady. So, so yeah. against <laughs> non-Tom Brady quarterbacks, he's 14-14, and 14, covering plus 3.5. I think this is too high of a line. This might be at to 4 in some books, you know, yeah. for our Fliff users out there. I think that line's at 4 right now. And I think it's a 2017 game either way. I think I agree with Max. I don't think this is not a high-scoring game. I don't think either team gets a 30. I think 2017, either way, three and a half. It's just too many points. Yeah. It's just too yeah. many points. Getting the field goal is so awesome. It's f- oh, so awesome. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Exactly. Like, would be surprised on a Justin Tucker game-winning field goal? No. I, I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't. I think, yeah, three and a half, too many points. So the second pick, we've got Lions team total over 21 and a half. And this, this is a little bit of a gross pick. You know, if Kev, Kev was dying <clears throat> for a gross pick last week. Never got one. I really so didn't, I I really didn't give him yeah. one. Give if you two. want to call this one a gross pick, it's pretty gross. <laughs> And from my opinion, I think the 49ers defense is a little overrated. Zero sacks last game with Nick Bosa and Chase Young. I think that's a little concerning. They disappeared. A little concerning. Mm-hmm. The Packers give up two and a half sacks a game in the regular season, and they gave up zero to the Niners. A little, little concerning. And teams haven't also been able to run all over them lately. The Packers had 136 rushing yards. The Ravens ran for over 100 yards. And back in, I think, week 15 to 16, Arizona ran for 234 yards. Jeez, like, it was wow. absurd. Yeah. And I think Monty and Gibbs will have no problem getting their own against this team. Even if they lose, I think they get above 21 points. And I think the line, the Lions have scored 21 points in 16 of the possible 18 games this season. And the other two, they've scored 20 points. They might be wrong that stat, but I'm almost, they've scored 21 points in almost every game. I'll take the Lions team total over 21 and a half. I think they get to 27. Maybe they made, they made yeah. this game 36-27, but I think there's no way the Niners' defense keeps this Lions' offense in check. Final pick, you know, last week I, I, I sprinkled the first half spread with the Texans. It cashed. We're going right back to it. Lions plus four first half spread. Hey, and sprinkle that all night long, baby. With dot. Dot, dot sprinkles. The new n- segment alert. Dot <laughs> sprinkles. <laughs> The Niners, they have not been elite in the first half. They haven't covered plus four since that Cardinals game on December 17th. The Lions have covered plus four in the first half in 70% of their games. They're averaging 14 points a game in the first half. And I think Goff Goff is fantastic in the first half compared to the second half. 102 rating versus 92. 19 TDs versus 11. Less picks, more yards, less time sacked. It's every stat. He's better in the first half. And I think it's all about the Lions game script. They're they're probably going to script together two to three good drives. And I think if they get 17, surely they cover this number, in my opinion. Even if they go in 21-17, you push, which sucks. But I think this game going to half could be 2017 Niners. Maybe maybe the Lions are winning. I think plus four, too many points. We take the Lions plus four first half spread. All right. And those are your dots locks. All right, lock them in. I like them. Enzo, I like them. Round of third, one more to go. Pod lay. All right. Well, here I just want to do a little thing before this. So (laughs) last Sunday just came into my room. Just a long car ride. Just really defeated. You know, just. Wasn't feeling great. Looked to my buddy over there, Dot. I was like, you know, why don't we cook up a little four-legger for this Bills-Chiefs game, all right? <laughs> so what do we do? We go Harrison Butker over one and a half field goals. You're goddamn right. Hit. We go Shakir over 35 and a half yards, and he got hurt, and then he came back, and he made fight. it happen, which was, was amazing. Dot, what, what was the third that. leg that hit? Tyler Bass? No, 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 no. Oh, you ruined the whole flow of the thing, man. Oh, Pacheco touchdown. Oh, Pacheco touchdown, anytime touchdown. And then our hearts are just ripped 
from our chest as Tyler Bass misses. I'm not even a Bills fan. Like I, I could care less if he misses or whatever. We hate the but Bills, we're Patriots. Yeah, fans. exactly. Yeah. So like. It just really sucks. So I, I think for this pod lay, I think like the football gods are kind of watching over us, and they're like, all right, like give them a break. Yeah, you know they're what I mean. Like they break. screwed us over we're a little bit. Due. So like I think we're super due. So without further ado, ooh, hey, you like that? I did. That was a good transition. Let's get into the pod lay. Let's see it. You know that sound? That's the sound of money, baby. Bang. <laughs> Hey, lay baby. All right, here we go. Starting off with uh, my my little lock of the pod lay, like Dot was talking about, Chiefs spread whether it's at three and a half or uh, at four if you're on Fliff, whatever you are on, Chiefs spread lock it in. I think just like last week, my pod leg lay was the Chiefs spread. I think it was plus plus three, plus three. three. Yeah, and it. I mean that again. Like you just don't bet against Mahomes as an under. Like you just you just always take that. Yeah. So you can take it again. <laughs> Lock it in. All right, so my leg, uh, you know, we're running out of games. We got two uh, two games going on here. Uh, so I thought I'd venture into the player props section of the book. And uh, I saw something that intrigued me, as I am a Rutgers fan and just an Isaiah Pacheco fan in total. Uh, Pacheco over 66 and a half rushing yards. Like it. Uh, he hit this in both playoff games. Uh, I mean, they have been relying on him for the past five games. I mean, past five games, 110 yards, 26 against Las Vegas, but they played terribly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 130 against Cincinnati on 18 carries, by the way. Uh, and then 89 against Miami in the wild card, and then 97 against the Bills. So, you know, 66 and a half. I know the Bills have a pretty good uh, little front four there with that yeah. Oliver coming in. And... Um, I just think I just think there's no way he doesn't hit it uh, with the way he runs and uh, the way that team has been clicking with him right now. Another low line. You're you're really finding these things. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Anything for you guys. Yeah. yeah. This is another low line that I'm taking the over on. Um, Patrick Mahomes got it over 240 and a half passing yards. Um, this season he averaged 260 a game. Uh, career in the playoffs he averages 285. Um, in career overall. He averages 296. Um, so, I mean, I think he's in a pretty good spot. Um, I think he always turns it up uh, in the playoffs. Um, so I'd see no reason why you would take under 240, no matter how good uh, this Ravens defense is. Mahomes, that. over. And to tuck us in, Ooh. I've got what was going to be my dud until I found Michael Badgley, the, my field goal kickers. Love betting on him. We've got safe flowers under 55 and a half receiving yards. Mm-hmm. Zoe touched on this yeah, yeah, earlier yeah. in the pod. McDuffie and Sneed are their two fantastic corners. Yep. They both will probably be rotating on Zay. I think Zay, like unless he gets schemed open, yeah. I don't really think yeah. it's a it's a game where he's like gashing him for a lot no, of yards. Yeah, I, totally agree. I see him getting like three catches for thirty yards, and that's yeah. about it. I think just like the Diggs game, Diggs yeah. play last week. I just think McDuffie and Sneed are generational corners, and yeah. they do really no, well against good. number one receivers. So that is your pod, but let's run it through. Is so we got. got? Uh, Chiefs spread, Pacheco over yards, Mahomes, uh, Mahomes over, over passing really yards. Chiefs tonight, or today. Yeah, we are riding the Chiefs. Oh, my God. And Zay under. Zay under. Lock that in. Lock it in. Put your flip dollar on it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Me and Dot will be, so will. why don't you ride it? 100%. All right, guys, thanks again for uh, tuning in to this week's episode. Um, I think maybe last week's episode wasn't pushed out, unfortunately, so we will, we should have that episode coming out um, around the same time as this one. So if you missed last week, uh, sorry, that's on us, but we'll have it out for you, and you can check it out. Uh, 
where all the rest of the podcasts are. So thanks again, and uh, this is Three Man Weave signing out. See ya. See ya. Peace. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Better stop. Stop. <laughs>